Hi, you're listening to A Brit Difficult with August. A Brit Difficult is a podcast aimed at intermediate learners of English, and we focus particularly on British English. We're here to bring you new phrases, new vocabulary, explanations of grammar, and a chance to hear many different voices from all around the UK, both learners and native speakers. Welcome to another episode of A Brit Difficult. It's been a week or two since we had a new episode, so I'm going to release two episodes uh, for you. This episode is going to be a introduction to another region of the UK. Uh, we're going to talk about the West Midlands. And probably tomorrow I'm going to release another episode, which is going to be about dating in the UK. It should be an interesting episode. So, let's kick off about the region known as West Midlands. So if you have been paying attention to TV at any point in the last, um, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven years, um, you may have heard of a little show called Peaky Blinders. And I think this show, uh, as well as things like Game of Thrones, has helped people outside of the UK to become a bit more familiar or get to know regional accents. Peaky Blinders, for those of you who do not know, is a show based in the Midlands around the Birmingham area and as such the characters speak with an accent from that area and people have become a lot more interested in places like Birmingham because of the popularity of the show. So it might not be a place that you've heard of before, Um, Birmingham might be a place you've heard of before, it is actually the second largest city in the UK after London third one is Manchester, which is very interesting because uh, Manchester often refers to itself as the second city, although it is actually the third largest city in the UK. Um, If you've not heard of Birmingham before, stick around, we're going to talk about Birmingham quite a lot, as well as some other places in the region. So, a little bit about West Midlands. So, West Midlands covers a few different areas. This is broadly covering areas of um, Herefordshire, Worcestershire, which I know is everybody's favourite word, (laughs) and Warwickshire, um, also Shropshire and Staffordshire, and of course West Midlands itself, which is covering places like Birmingham, Coventry, Dudley and Wolverhampton. The West Midlands is one of the most ethnically diverse parts of England after London, Uh, London being the capital, it's obviously a very metropolitan and diverse city, Um, but the West Midlands, particularly Birmingham, but definitely other parts of the region, are extremely diverse. Um, I believe it is around 11% or so of uh, sort of non-white citizens in that area. Uh, This is mostly made up of people from countries like India, Pakistan, Jamaica and Poland, uh, which are all pretty well represented um, groups across the UK. I think uh, at one point I'll do an episode about immigration to the UK and the groups that are most widely represented here, Um, but these groups are not surprising. Um, Thinking about the UK's history of colonisation in particular, that has led to historically a number of people coming from places like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Um, And then obviously from the Caribbean, places like Jamaica, uh, so if you think of things like Windrush, uh, again, 
I don't want to get into too much detail, but I'd love to do an episode on this at some point about the history of immigration in the UK uh, and how that looks now. Um, some of you may or may not be surprised to hear Poland on that list. Um, I believe that Polish people actually are the second most, um, I think they're like the second, second largest group in the UK, or Polish is definitely like the second most spoken language in the UK. Um, Polish people have been immigrating to the UK since like World War II uh, and definitely since Poland joined the European Union. Um, so it's a very well represented group in the UK as well. Interestingly, the West Midlands is actually quite conservative uh, in terms of politics. Um, the Conservatives have quite a good representation there. Um, it wasn't always that way, um, but again, something else I think I need to do another episode on, which I think I've promised before is about the politics of the UK, Labour versus Conservatives uh, specifically, um, but certainly since issues like Brexit, um, politics in the country have changed and people have changed the, their choices for voting. So despite the fact that the West Midlands is ethnically diverse, which doesn't really line up with the Conservative politics, if we see what's going on uh, these days with the way that Conservative politics um, sort of play out, and the fact that this region is historically quite an industrial region and has seen a lot of social deprivation, um, people are voting for Conservatives for other reasons. For example, things like Brexit, but also um, things like the economy that have suffered and people feeling that Labour haven't done enough in that time. And so trying to vote for the Conservatives, hoping for something better to happen. So it's, it's an interesting um, sort of shift in trend in politics in this region um, but just wanted to mention that because I do think it is a little bit unusual um, but just something to think about. Uh, so in terms of the economy there I mentioned that there is a sort of history of industry in this region. Uh, I believe that this region was sort of the heart of the industrial revolution so definitely a big history of things like coal and steel and ironworks um, these days you see a lot of companies there, um, including things like tech companies, also breweries, um, food companies, anything really. Um, it's definitely still a place of industry in various ways. Um, and interestingly, I did read uh, along the way that J.R.R. Tolkien, sorry, uh, the author of The Lord of the Rings, was actually raised in Worcestershire. Um, and some of that experience did inspire the scenes and um, places that he included in his books. Uh, so he wasn't born in Worcestershire, I believe he was born in South Africa, um, but he was raised in part in Worcestershire. Um, so let's just have a look at some of the places that you can visit and things you can do in the West Midlands. So in Birmingham, of course this is the second biggest city in the UK, there's a lot to do there. Uh, I feel like I've only ever scratched the surface when I visited Birmingham. I've been a couple of times, usually for very specific reasons. Um, I think I've been there for things like events, uh, to sort of meet friends, make transfers, to travel on to somewhere else, etc. But I don't think I've ever seen the city properly, and so I feel like I don't know it well enough. Um, hopefully that will change at some point, I'd like to get to know it a bit better. Um, but it is a university city, there is a number of universities in Birmingham and in other parts of the region. Um, I believe that they actually have the largest library in Europe in Birmingham, which is pretty cool. 
and uh, if you love chocolate they have Cadbury World <laughs> that you can go visit um, there's something called the Gas Street Basin uh, which is a place where people who have canal boats kind of moor their boats but there's also bars and restaurants and stuff there um, these kind of areas you can sort of find around the UK uh, we have it here in Manchester for example um, but certainly in the places like Leeds and I'm sure lots of other places where there are still canals uh, you can find this kind of build-up of um, combining this community of people who live on boats with um, sort of restaurants and bars and things to do around the area because people like to see this kind of scenery, take pictures of the boat, see all the different designs and see what it's like uh, while sort of having a drink, having some food. It's just becoming a very popular thing, I think. Uh, so you can do that too. And also there's something called the Balti Triangle, um, which is a collection of different Balti houses, Balti being like a type of curry. So because Birmingham does have this very large representation of South Asian immigrants, so from places like India, um, there is this area of the city called the Balti Triangle, which uh, apparently has lots of great curries for you to try. Um, looking elsewhere in the region, we've got like Stratford-upon-Avon, which was the birthplace of Shakespeare. Um, if you're into cricket, there's Edgebaston that you can visit that has a huge cricket ground. And there is a medieval castle in Warwick, uh, Warwick Castle, um, that you can also visit. Another thing I wanted to mention is something that came up as a recommendation of things to do sort of in and around Birmingham was the Black Country Living Museum. I don't know if those of you listening will have heard of the term black country, but I wanted to explain it a little bit because maybe it sounds unusual. So some people refer to um, some parts of the Midlands as black country, uh, specifically around the city of Dudley, um, which very much represents that accent in the West Midlands that people think of. Um, there is a very specific accent that I think is best represented by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's even from Dudley, but if you have heard Ozzy Osbourne, um, for those of you who don't know, a uh, very famous rock star, if you've heard him speak, or if you go to look at a video of him speaking, that accent is quite famous in the UK. Um, it's very much what people think of when they think about um, the way that people in Birmingham speak. But actually, not everybody speaks like that. It's a very small part of the region where they speak like that. And it's not exactly the same, but a kind of similar accent is what you can hear in Black Country. And the name allegedly comes from the the Industrial Revolution. Because there was so much coal and all the smoke in the air and things like that, people started to refer to this part of the country as Black Country. And it's kind of just stuck. People still call it that, even though the industry and things have changed there. It's not like like it was before, obviously. Um, things have modernised and changed. Um, but it does still have that name. So that's a term that you might come across. Don't be confused by it. Um, it's just something that you might hear. So the last thing I wanted to mention is just something really cool and interesting. I believe this happens in Birmingham or close to Birmingham. Uh, it's an annual boat race um, that actually comes traditionally from Bangladesh. It's a Bengali tradition. Um, it used to happen in Oxford, but was moved to Birmingham as the Bangladeshi diaspora, or uh, you know, Bangladeshi immigrants and um, sort of second generation 
first generation immigrants. There's a larger group in Birmingham. Um, it's called, uh, I believe it's pronounced Nuka Baich. Um, and it's basically kind of long boats being raced in the in the river. Sounds very cool, something I would definitely like to see after reading about it. Um, so that's something you could maybe check out if you plan on visiting the West Midlands anytime soon. So I hope that was uh, interesting. That was a very quick overview of the West Midlands, um, a little bit about that part of the UK. So if you're coming to visit, maybe even moving to that part of the UK, maybe you're going to university there, I don't know, any, any reason why you might be going to West Midlands. Um, I hope this has given you a bit of an introduction about what to expect in the region. So as I said, the next episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to look at something a bit cultural um, about dating in the UK. It's going to be a very generalised opinion about things in the UK. I can't cover every single um, sort of experience, but I'm going to do my best to explain how things work here in the UK. So I'll speak to you soon. Thank you again for listening.